morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Two Peas on a Pot. I am Zachary Cordell, along with my brother-in-law, Austin Griffiths. Glad to be coming at you on another fine Tuesday morning, getting ready for the Christmas time. Have my first Christmas dinner a week from today, Austin. Can you believe it? No, I can't. Christmas is already here. We actually, well, technically we had a church dinner already. So we did have one yeah, Christmas did. dinner already. Sunday we had church dinner, and I had oh, one of my Sunday school kids, shout out to my Sunday school class, got me a Wits Custard gift card. Somebody's for, listening. For Christmas. <laughs> and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I went to Wits Custard on my way home from work Monday and stopped and got a chocolate milkshake, and it was wonderful. But I start Christmas a week from Tuesday, and then we got Tuesday dinner then. I got one, uh, not really a dinner, but some gift exchange on Wednesday night after church. And then we got, of course, um, Thursday, and then Friday, and then Saturday. Right. And I don't know what all. But I know I got all them days filled up starting Tuesday, a week from today, all the way through next Saturday. We got stuff going on every day for Christmas. So I hope everyone listening has got your shopping done because it's right upon us, which I don't. <laughs> I got to get my shopping done. We're actually done. That's pretty good. But I we got to go this weekend and finish up. We're yeah, actually, because you no, got big no. news. Well, I take that back. I have not done my wife yet. <laughs> Uh-oh. But everybody's Better get done on that. Except for me, but... Anyways, we uh we had our Christmas dinner at the church. Yeah, last week was a very busy week, and uh, and then my parents came down um, to the motor home a few days ago, and we done a Christmas with them. So they brought their gifts because we're having a baby, and so I'm taking my wife first thing in the morning. We gotta leave here about three forty five, three forty tomorrow morning, and we are going to be heading to Ashland, Kentucky, and they're gonna be putting her in at five a.m. They said. And putting her in to have this baby boy, kid number five. So hopefully everything goes well tomorrow morning. Yeah, I hope so. Fourth boy, little Noah Crawford. Is that his name? Well, we changed it. It's Noah Blake. Noah Blake. Yeah, Noah Blake. So anyways, I told my wife, and I think I may have told you the other day, I said, if I'd have known I was going to have four boys, I'd have done Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Yeah. But I didn't want to get Matthew, Mark, and then have no more boys. So, anyways, that would have been cool, though. But we're going to have Kaylee, Case, Zane, Zion, and Noah. And I'd say that's it, possibly. (laughs) (laughs) But that's a lot of kids. That's seven people in one motorhome. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's quite a crew right there. The walls start closing in after a while. You just got to get out, get an Airbnb, get a house. Because a hotel, obviously, that ain't no different. So get an Airbnb, get a house, go on a little two or three day vacation, and just kind of, you know, yeah, get out. Got to get some some room every now and again. We just come out of revival this past week. We ended um, Friday night. I was gonna say Sunday night, but we ended Friday night with Brother Russell McDonald, and I tell you, it was a tremendous revival. Yes, it was. It was an awesome revival. Austin was here for this revival. He was gone Sunday preaching, but he was there Monday through Friday. And so we just had a wonderful time, a lot of great fellowship, some people from Georgia. and We had really good fellowship. Yeah. West Probably Virginia, the best we've had in several years. Several states. I think yeah. there was a 
12, 11, 11 pastors that visited and then several other preachers and some assistant yep. pastors. A lot of people had never been there before. Yeah, there were several. The first time, Brother Russell will draw a crowd out. Yes, he and will. He's a, I tell you, he's a great man. He I texted everybody man. within about a three-hour radius that I thought might come. Yeah. And when I seen that big name on the bottom of Russell McDonald, I figured that if if he if he didn't draw a crowd, I don't know if anybody would. <laughs> so and it happened. We had a lot of people come. Some that was going to come, but things happened, and uh, we'd have had some more that not, some more churches that were going to come, but they couldn't for whatever reason. But it was an awesome revival. Yeah, it was. It was very very good. The Lord really helped us. Touched our church. Gave a lot of people a lot of encouragement and a lot of strength. And then on the last night of the revival. Something that we've been praying about for a long time took place, and that is my uncle, my dad's youngest brother, got saved Friday night, and thank God for that. It's just an answer to prayer. Of course, dad and, and his brother John are both preachers, and then they had a younger brother uh, that was not saved, and he got saved Friday night. So thank God for that. That Lord was powerful. Yes, it was. He was up. He was up on the piano singing. I believe I'll just come back home. And he's a backslider. And yep. uh, I always love that song. It's just powerful. And uh, it was just amazing. Yes, it the was the power of God that came in there. I practiced that song on the way to church. Of course, I've sung it all kinds. I didn't have to practice it, but I knew he was coming. So I just went ahead and warmed my vocal cords up just in case him yeah. and some others i was expecting some others to maybe come they didn't show up but that don't mean nothing they will one day brother russell preached just amazing he preached yes, on he friday night he preached on uh about saul and he preached on uh uh, uh what was the title again he preached on from from the shoulders <laughs> yeah, up the, won't do. Yeah, from the shoulders and upwards won't do. Talked about Saul being a, a head over everybody, and uh, and it was just it was just he awesome. Said you got to get it from your shoulders down into your heart. Yeah, get it out of your head and into your heart. You and know was, what you should do, but you got to do from knowing to doing. It yeah, was, it was tremendous. It was a great sermon, great preaching, great stories, just so convicting. Yeah, and uh, just I mean he pulled. As well as I, as awesome, as good as I've ever seen anybody pull um, for somebody that was lost. And so it was just, it was a really good revival. And it was awesome for me and my family because, you know, we're usually we're the ones that's the speakers. And so just to be able to sit and glean all week long and just listen to all the singing and listen to the preachers testifying and the preaching, just sit and preach. I, I think I testified one time for just a minute or two, but I didn't do anything all week long. Mm -hmm. didn't play instruments, <laughs> didn't preach, didn't do nothing. It was just nice to sit and just glean. And yes. just and just you know when sometimes I was telling Brother Russell sometimes you give out and give out and give out. It was just so nice to sit and just take it all in. Yeah, we had him up to our house on Friday for dinner, and uh, Shanda was so nervous about that. She was she was nervous direct to cook and uh, have have him over. But we had a great time. I tell you, he's a he's a gentleman and a man of God. Speaking of singing during the revival too, Brother Mike Allen came one night. And uh, man, he forevermore sang. It was yep. tremendous. He's a wonderful singer. It was a treat to hear him sing. He sang uh, that. I'm not only going to make it, but I'm going to enjoy the trip. Man, the Lord come down. Yeah. It was powerful. It was it was outstanding. Very so we had anointed. a good time. Very, very anointed. That was a wonderful, wonderful revival. And uh, I tell you, I'm just so glad to be a part of it. And uh, But right now, I want to remind the podcast listeners, I want to remind you right now, 
Here's my news soundbite. I want to remind you, don't forget about the why I believe. Where'd it go? There it is. I don't. I want to remind you about the why I believe series. It's coming up. I believe it's January the sixth, which is also my daughter's birthday, and we will be releasing our first ever episode on the why I believe series. That's going to kind of go throughout the year of twenty twenty two. And uh, we got a special guest that's going to tackle the subject on who is the Holy Ghost. And that's going to be a two-part episode. And that second part episode is going to be, and why do I need him? And so it was an awesome. And so you just stay tuned. You'll find out who was doing that with us. And we'll just, uh, oh, I'm dropping my microphone. We'll just tell you um, here as it gets closer, you'll find out who it is. And it was just awesome. I really, really enjoyed doing that. Yeah, Austin done that episode by well, those two episodes by himself because he done those while he was on the road. But I got to hear a preview. Of, well, not really a preview. I got to hear all of them, and uh, it was really good. So I know y'all are going to enjoy that. Well, right now I'm going to go to something a little bit new here. There we go. Did you know? That's what we're going to do. It just keeps going and going. We're going to do Did You Know? And uh, I got some stuff on my cellular device here, and Zach ain't even seen it yet. And so uh, this is the month of December. Today is December the 14th. And did you know that December the 14th in 1819, Alabama was admitted as a 22nd United State? I did not know that. Well, it happened. Today's the <laughs> anniversary of that. Well, in happy December. birthday, Alabama. Yeah, happy birthday to anybody that's listening down in Alabama. And so then we've got some and other. And if the deacon is listening, we're talking about the state. Oh, yeah. Of Alabama. Oh, plug for the deacon. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about the state of Alabama. Anyways, we don't want to talk about, well, we don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Anyways, then the Bill of Rights. Did you know the Bill of Rights came to effect on December 15th, 1791? December the 15th, the Bill of Rights was included. The first 10 amendments to the United States Constitution and so that was a long time ago on December the 15th. And then you got some pretty cool stuff like December the 8th celebrates National Brownie Day. National Brownie Day? Yeah. That's something I could get into. Yeah, me too. <laughs> hey, it gets even better, though. December the 15th, which is tomorrow, is National Cupcake Day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a huge fan of cupcakes. but Not a huge fan of cupcakes. Nah, they're all right. I like cupcakes. If they're chocolate. I like thick With icing. chocolate icing, I like them a lot With better. Chocolate icing, well. I'm not a big birthday cake fan. I I'll see. tell you a quick story about a birthday cake. My cousin, who I mentioned on here from time to time, we grew up together. He was having a birthday. He was His dad was an evangelist, still is an evangelist, um, for years. And he, he was having a birthday at this one particular church. And they found out it was his birthday, and the pastor's wife got him a cake for his birthday. And he didn't really like birthday. Well, he don't like birthday cake. And uh, she made a big deal out of it. And she knew he didn't like it. But he didn't know that she knew that. And so he didn't want to hurt their feelings. And 
um, not eat the cake. And so she went out and got this big old cake, and he was trying to eat it like he was really enjoying it. And she was sitting back watching him the whole time, knowing that he really didn't like it. But she knew he wouldn't say nothing about it because that would be, you know, uh, not proper etiquette for a evangelist kid. So anyway, it was pretty funny. But I'm not a big birthday cake fan or cupcake fan. They're all right, but... If there's something else, I'll get that instead. Well, I do like cake with ice cream, but I don't eat it all the time. And did you know on December the 1st of 1885, the soft drink Dr. Pepper was served for the very first time? I like Dr. Pepper. (laughs) You don't like Dr. Pepper either. (laughs) Uh, It's all right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, That'll never be my drink of choice, but it's all right. I like Dr. Pepper. I'm a, uh, I'm more of a Pepsi. We're going to have to do top five favorite pop one of these days. I think mine would just be Pepsi. I think you might just have top one yeah. or top two. I have a top five, I think. At least a top four off the top of my head. I, have, I could do five worst drinks real yeah, easy. Yeah, we could do that, I guess. Top five worst drinks. Sweet tea. I hate sweet tea. L8. I don't like L8 either. Um... We're on a roll. Okay, I can do. Hold I on, we're on two. a roll. Uh, what are some other worst drinks? Oh, oh, any kind of cold coffee, iced oh, coffee, like frappuccinos, and cappuccinos. We're three for three. I hate those things. Anything. My coffee has to be hot. Any coffee. I like hot coffee with cream, nothing else, no sugar, anything like that is disgusting. Now I can coffee. do cappuccino, frappuccino, no, I hate mocha, frappuccino, and cappuccino. but it has to be hot. And all that other stuff. I don't care if it's hot or cold or lukewarm. <laughs> somewhere in between. It's no good. I like yeah. real coffee. Real coffee. That's hot. That's the only way it's supposed to be drunk. Or regular hot chocolate. Regular coffee, regular like hot, hot chocolate. chocolate. Hot anyway, chocolate's good stuff. So I guess that would be my worst drinks. Well, we already did it. Top five right there. We didn't even do the sound bite for it. Oh, well. Anyway, so that was some did you know facts about December. Just some kind of random stuff I found. So tomorrow is National Cupcake Day. So eat your cupcake tomorrow, unless you're Zach. Then eat your brownie from the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we didn't got much feedback. We ain't got nobody's talking to us. Nobody's sending us nothing. But if you'd like to, we'll read it on here. And that is 2Ps21 at Yahoo.com. There was a guy that said he sent us an email the other day. Did you get one? Sent us an email the other day. I don't know. Let me check. Because uh, he said he, he was surprised we hadn't read it yet because I got one of what from, he put in it. I got one from Belk. <laughs> I don't think I don't him. think Belk was sending us feedback. Well, I don't know if he spelled two right. It's T-W-O. Well, one time you announced T-double-O. Did I really? Yeah. Oh. T W O. You said T double O. P E S two one at yahoo.com. <laughs> I think you was trying to say T W. If you're listening, you sent it to T double O. My bad. T text him. See where they sent it to. P E S two one at yahoo.com. Or you can send us a direct message on Instagram at two P's on a pod twenty one. And we're on there as well. But we did have one person that sent me a text. And it says, I've heard a couple of the podcasts. First one was the serious one about miracles. That was going back to your dad, Zachary. Mm-hmm. 
doing the uh, Miracles Really Do Happen episode. That was one of our first episodes. That was a really good one. He just flew through all kinds of miracles that's happened just one after another. And uh, and he said, really liked that, but I also really enjoyed Five Favorite Restaurants. Oh, boy. Glad to find another brother who appreciates a well-done steak. You know, that's a good man. Oh, right my goodness. We'll listen to more in days to come. Thanks, and God bless. Well, that sure didn't help my side of the argument any at all. But anyways, that was from Brother Ricky Ging. That's a pastor in Virginia. Yes, sir. We've been friends with him a long time. A long time. Well, apparently he likes a well-done steak. Well, that's because he, he knows how to eat, apparently. I should have texted him and said, do you eat A1 with it? Oh, my goodness. Anyways. <laughs> hey, you don't always have to eat A1 with a well-done steak. Some of them are just I don't eat it with anything. nice and tender. Well done. But I'm going to see if I can get a hold of somebody right here. He's going to try to come on the podcast. Oh, he's answering. Hello? Hey. What are you doing? Nothing. What are you doing? I'm just sitting here on the Two Peas on a Pod podcast calling you. How are you, Brother Mark White? Hey, I'm doing good. Good to hear from you all. Oh, Marcus. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Brother Zach. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Welcome to the podcast. It's good to be here. (laughs) Surprised (laughs) you, didn't I? Yes, you did. <laughs> can you believe tonight? Can you believe I got a text from somebody that said he's so glad he appreciates a well done steak? Hey, I'm telling you, whoever it was, he knows what he's talking about. That's unbelievable. <laughs> hey, brother Mark, I appreciate you coming on and taking up for us. Oh yes, anytime. Cause I. Uh oh. Where'd you go? Can you hear me? No, I can't. Oh, we can't. There you now. are. Hey, this is important you stuff. You need to have service. I'm trying. I'm trying to reach service. <laughs> <laughs> I well, am. I know we couldn't have the podcast with you Saturday, and because uh, I'm having a baby, and I'm gonna be pretty busy. But uh, anyways, I thought I'd just call you and let you say hi to the podcast for a second. Well, I appreciate that. It's uh, I found an honor to be here. I enjoy listening to this podcast. Uh, I've, I've listened to every episode, and uh, so far, I really enjoy it. Well, thank you. If you got any uh, bits of wisdom you'd like to impart on Austin while we're while we got you on the phone? Well, I don't think that I would have enough time. Oh my goodness! To get off to uh, tell everything that I could tell about Austin. Well, I think but, we're uh, losing service right here on the oh, podcast. Oh, are you losing service? I think something, something's going on here. We got some static going on. <laughs> okay, okay. I see how it is. Oh, goodness. Well, we appreciate you, Brother Mark. I just kind of did a random phone call. Zach didn't even know I was going to do it. Well, that's that's fine. Thank you for calling. Well, we just wanted to say hi. And hopefully we can get you on this podcast one of these days. But you're so busy on the road. You're just so busy. We just can't. We can't even get a hold of you. Well, I don't know what to say there. <laughs> <laughs> Are you preaching or eating? What are you busy doing? Well, actually, I just got done eating. We went over to my mom and dad's house tonight, and we had some hot dogs, 
and some macaroni and cheese. That may sound like a little bit of a weird combination, but that's how we like it. <laughs> well, I didn't know you was in town, so you're in town? Yes, we actually pulled in, uh, let's see, we pulled in early Sunday morning, about 1241. Aha. Uh -huh. Well, we'll have to try to get together sometime. That's a baby. long drive. We drove 807 miles. Shoo. 15 hours. <laughs> it's a pretty good one. Yeah, it was. I've done that a time or two or three. So far, that was the longest one that we have pulled. And that was a that was a trip. Now it's time to go to California. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be going there anytime soon. <laughs> That's a trip that'll change your life. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, I'll call you after a while, buddy. We're going to move on with the podcast. Sounds good. Go eat. Uh, go get your nasty, well done steak. That's right. Hey, Mark. Dogs while you're in town, it. maybe we'll uh, we'll we'll try to get together and we'll go eat a steak the way that's supposed to be eaten. Hey, I hey. Anytime you just call me, I'll drop whatever I'm doing and go. Yep. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> we'll try. <laughs> we might try to call you. How long are you in town? Uh, Lord willing, we're leaving uh, Monday morning, a week from today. Oh my goodness, she didn't even stay in town for Christmas. No, we gotta go to my wife's side of the family and spend Christmas down uh -huh. there the, the, the well, week of Christmas. I won't have a chance to eat a steak with you. Maybe next time. Well, to be honest with you, I'd rather eat one with Zach. Oh, <laughs> Jabba man. <laughs> Zach's not the one that talks to you every day. Well, you're, yeah, but I'm also not the one that eats a food, nasty though. steak and sit there and have to look at it while I'm trying to eat. Yeah. Yeah, oh my right. goodness! I'm going on a You'll Mark White strike with right him now. Or something. Oh my goodness! See if I return it's your Marco right. Polos. It's all right if you go on strike talking to me. I'll just talk more to Zach. <laughs> well, I think I think that static is coming up again right here on the podcast. So I think we're gonna, we're gonna have to get off here again. Okay. I will see I you understand. later, buddy. All right. See you guys. All all right, bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You too. All right, bye. That was Evangelist Mark White doing a great job preaching and traveling for the Lord. He's got a wonderful wife and several children. And yeah. uh, so, They're great people. Yeah. Very In all close. sincerity, they're great, great people. Mark's one of the most sincere people. I've yeah, he really is. We've been close friends for a long time. Super close. But as you could probably tell... <laughs> But anyways, I've been thinking the last uh, several days about a man in our church that passed away almost exactly a year ago. I think it's Thursday, the 16th, will be exactly a year yeah. um, that this certain man passed away in our church. Yeah, Brother Paul Eads, he was a great man, and uh, he was such an encourager, and he was just he was just something else to be around. He was hilarious, good man, giver, he gave all the time he's always giving and supporting and backing whatever was going on in the church and uh, i got to take part in his funeral service and it was an honor to speak in his funeral service and i actually had a bible made uh, after his passing well no i didn't have the bible made but had the bible recovered in some brown leather and on the inside in gold it says in memory of paul eads 1959 to 2020 and in the front of that Bible, it's a loose leaf Bible, Ravel loose leaf. And in the front of that, I've got the notes that I used in his funeral, and put them in the front of that Bible because he was just uh, he just 
he had a big impact on our lives here and he was uh, he was something else he was so funny we'd all go up to his house a lot of times the young people would and play games up there and sit around and talk and eat and just have a good time and uh, he surely is missed that's exactly right and you can still if you think about him you can still feel the the hole that he left in church because yeah. he was he was a loud worshiper and uh, he was up in the front and he would shout and he just had his own world going on and he'd get in worship and uh, it was a fun to watch him yeah he had arthritis real bad really bad yeah and uh, it he I can't remember what kind it was or what it's called but anyway it would make his hands curl up and his feet curl up and uh, sometimes he'd have a hard time walking and things but one of the service he was services he was in really towards the end of his life he was the Lord was moving in there really strong and Paul got to running up and down the middle aisle. Was you here? Yeah, yeah I remember he, that. He was running up and down that middle aisle worshiping the Lord, and he always just gave 110% all the yeah, time. Yeah, he didn't let that stop him. No, he'd he build didn't. stuff and just yeah. run around, and you know he'd be at the mall, go shopping, walking all yeah. day. And he I'm wouldn't like, hardly let you help him either. No, he wouldn't. He was a very stubborn man yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in a lot of ways, but he was a very good man. Yeah, and uh, it was just so sudden. Yeah, unbelievable. Really, I was with him. Both services Sunday, we both was. I talked to him both services. I talked to him every service. Yep. And, uh, you know, I kn- we, we knew him for years and years and years. And uh, just uh, just a great man. Just a great, just so sudden. I remember got a text on my phone, which it's your wife's family, not mine. But I remember getting a text on my phone, and they said he's passed away with a heart attack. It was like 2 a.m. And I was like, what? Yeah. When, me and Kelly just Hard got up and just kind of stared at the wall for like an hour, just like, what just happened? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just, it was just such an unbelievable shock yeah, it was to this church. Because this church really hasn't experienced much death at all. No, not really. It's, we're really we're a young church for the most yeah. part. I think your dad did an average age of the church, and it was like 32 or something. Yeah, I think I can't dad, remember what it was. Dad's been here 23 years, I think, Pastor, 23 years. And I think he's only done like, I can only think of two funerals off the top of my head. Yeah, of actual members that's passed away. Yeah. Very, very few. Yeah, that's what I mean, right, preaching yeah. funerals. And of even right now, here. we don't have a whole lot of elders. No. Even right now. I mean, we, you know, five or six that yeah. are up there in age. and uh, But it was just such a shock. I just was not expecting it whatsoever. No. and uh, But one thing I wanted to say right here is they, and uh, his wife said when he said, my heart, you know, my chest, I think I'm dying, and said the Holy Ghost fell in the house, and he was just speaking in tongues. And, uh, you know, just God taking him home, taking him on to glory. And that just leads us right into our last uh, little bit we're just going to mention right here. And that is First uh, John chapter 3 and verse number 2. And uh, I tell you, I just, it's just amazing to think what is going to come. You know, we're not in this without hope. No. We're not in this just to sit in the ground and rot for all of eternity right. and do absolutely nothing. But First John 3 and 2 says, Beloved, I just like it right there, Beloved, mm-hmm. now are we the sons of God? And it doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know. That's awesome right there. He said, but we know yes. that when he shall appear, when Jesus Christ, when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And I yes, thought about that amen. scripture when I thought about Paul. And I was thinking about his, his arthritis and his hands and his feet. And I thought, he ain't in that pain no more. No. 
He ain't dealing with that arthritis no more. He's got a perfected body. Yeah. And uh, and just everything. He ain't got no. We're going to see him just like he is. And yeah. uh, just thinking, Jesus Christ, you're going to be just like him. We're going to be just like Christ. No pain, no arthritis. You know, there's an eternity with God to look forward to. Being a child of God, we're just a stranger. Right. In this modern world. And the question is, is Jesus Christ's body, is it still in the tomb? No. Absolutely not. Nope. It's not in the tomb because Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is in that same body glorified right now, just right. like we'll be. He was the first fruits of our resurrection. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's what Paul teaches in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Jesus was the first fruits. And we're not going to get into this. Uh, very much because this will be on one of our um, special right. podcasts coming up next sometime next year. We'll do this topic, but Paul teaches us in First Corinthians fifteen that Jesus Christ was the first fruits of the resurrection, and the the doctrine of a bodily resurrection is all throughout the Bible. It's in, it's in the Old Testament. Job is the oldest book of the Bible, and Job knew that God was one day going to raise his body from the grave. That he was not going to be there forever, and so it's it's a Bible doctrine, not just a New Testament doctrine, but a a, a Bible doctrine and a fundamental doctrine and belief of Christians that our body will raise from the dead. Jesus told Martha in John 11, he said, He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And that's a promise to all believers, not just to Lazarus, not just to the one he was speaking to there, but to everyone who is a Christian, we will raise again. John six forty four. Jesus said, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. So it's a promise to believers. We don't, our loved ones don't die and uh, they're just forever gone and we'll never see them again. But we have hope as Christians that we will see them again and we'll fellowship with them again and talk with them again, just like the disciples did with Jesus after his death and resurrection. Jesus come to him in his body. And he told him, he said, stick your finger in my hands, stick your hand in my side. And they touched him and they handled him and they talked to him after the resurrection. And so it'll be with us one day when, when the trumpet sounds and we raise up to be with Christ and live with him forever. We'll dwell or all of eternity with our bodies and we'll talk to our loved ones and hug them again and talk to them again. Romans 8.23 says, Waiting for the adoption to wit, the redemption of our body. One man said, God created man both soul and body, and he will redeem man both soul and body. Yes, sir. And one of these days, those that are in heaven, their souls going, their bodies going to meet that soul. Right. And they're going to go on to the judgment. And it says, And we which are alive or remain shall be caught up together. Those that yes. go in the rapture, just going all together. But the dead in Christ shall rise first. Right. Amen. The dead in Christ shall rise first. It reminded me of this right here, and we're getting ready to go off here. Brother Claude Ely singing that old song. That's exactly right. Yes. Ain't no grave going to hold this body down. Right. And I just appreciate the fact that there is a body. There's something to look forward to, folks. Right. 
there's something to look forward to. This ain't just a, I remember years ago, and we're getting ready to end this podcast, but I remember years ago, um, I was listening to the radio right here in town, and that preacher, I don't remember what denomination it was, he said, oh, we're just going to go into heaven, and we're just going to float on the cloud for <laughs> all of eternity, and I'm just going to put my feet in the river of life. Won't that be just so wonderful? <laughs> and I thought, okay, I'm a little bit ADHD, I'm like, that's going to be okay for just about an hour or so. I'm be like, all right, what are we going to do now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be bored to death. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot whole more than lot, that. There's a whole lot coming yeah. on. And you might say, well, I've never seen Jesus. Yeah. But I'm going to. Right. And, you know, this Christmas time, real quick, and we're finishing up, you know, there are people uh, who are missing loved ones at Christmas time. And just like Brother Paul, death hit right at Christmas time, week before Christmas, couple, and it was a uh, you know it was a hard thing. And there's others out there I know that are suffering, and um, their their hearts are hurting and missing people. This is a time of the year that is a joyous time, but it's also a time when people really miss their loved ones who went on. But I tell you, a Christian don't die uh, without hope. We don't we don't die and not have hope of an afterlife. Death is not the finality of a Christian. Right. It's it's not the end, but it's just the uh, it's just the beginning of the the final end. Right. And we didn't have a funeral for Brother Paul as much as just to completely. I mean, I know we grieve because he's not here, but it wasn't that we'll never see him again. Because if you're a child of God, we was celebrating his life, and yes, it was grievous. Yes, it was hard. It was sad, especially for his wife. And just children, it, it is terrible. And the church, what a blow. One of the pillars of our church, just gone from Sunday to Sunday, gone. Yeah. And you can still fill the void. I mean, it, it, it's not going to change. But one of these days, it's all going to be over. One of these days, it's all going to come to an end, and we're going to be with him for eternity. Right. Well, God bless you, each and every one. Thank you for listening to two peas on a pod podcast on this tuesday may god bless you and remember we have hope as christians we've got hope and yes this is zachary cordell 10 years ago Save me by His grace. What a marvelous sight.